Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. Hello and welcome to the Successful Mentalist podcast. As always, it's a midweek episode, which means it's time for Just the Tip with Ashley and Aiden. As you know, it's a short little mini episode midweek to give you guys an idea or a thought to keep you on track within entertainment and your life overall. And today we're going to be talking about something called the Beautiful Magic Principle. And the Beautiful Magic Principle is utterly fantastic. When you can start to understand this and implement it into your shows, it's going to create a real moment of amazement and wonder that just truly stands out and captivates people and it's going to be the best thing in the world and I can guarantee you from the offset right now this will change every single show you do from this moment forward. So let's put a bit of background on this. The beautiful magic principle. Well this in fact I'll tell you where I developed this from and then you'll understand the context. So as I was researching my psychology, studying psychology way back in the in the original days of learning psychology and putting that in mentalism, I was studying something in memory called the primacy and the recency effect. And that essentially suggests that when people are given a list of things to remember, the amount of people that could recall the early amounts, uh, the early points on that list, like the first few items on the list were high because they were able to repeat it from the start of the memorization process. They were able to repeat those early words on that list. And then there's the recency effect. The last few words on that list, people were able to recall because they were recently in their mind. It was just the last thing they saw. It was like they were able to remember it with ease because it was there. But those words in the middle, people tended to forget more often because, well, it was in the middle. They didn't really have the advantage of long repetition, like the early words, and they didn't have the advantage of being recently on their mind as the last few words. And so I took this and I put this in my shows and I started to map this and I realized that there's an exact trend in the audiences remember the opening routine or the first few bits of the show, that really high moment there at the start where you begin that show. Audiences remember that. And they also remember what happened at the end, perhaps a bit more so than the start. And then in the middle, people could barely remember what tricks were what. And and this happened like over the course of a year, a few years, people would come back to me after seeing that one show and they'd be like, oh yeah, your show was amazing. And they could still describe almost accurately the starting routine, the final piece of the show. And they could barely remember what was actually in the middle. And I thought to myself, well, there's got to be a way to fix this. And as my style evolved, I was doing like a combination of magic and mentalism back then. And now my shows are, are, are much more mentalism oriented. I decided to put in a piece of magic and not just any old piece of magic. As the title of the principle suggests, I would put in a beautiful piece of magic, a piece of magic that's just so elegant, so beautiful that it stands alone in and of itself. And if I just performed that one routine, it would be a miracle for everybody and we could just sit chill out and everybody would be satisfied and the things like i've done this in the past i've used uh, like a needle swallow act like wayne houchin's um, 
a single needle really great release actually i've just had music playing in the background and i've just silently brought somebody up like teller style if you like brought somebody up and i've just performed that routine there in the middle of this high energy mentalism show it's a beautiful piece of magic located right in the middle and what i noticed is that immediately after i started doing this my audiences were able to remember the start the end and they also could not stop raving about the piece of magic in the middle. They were pretty much able to remember my entire show and talk to more people and excitedly tell more people about it. That, in essence, is the evolution of the beautiful magic principle. And it quite simply is slotting a beautiful piece of magic in the middle of your mentalism show. It's actually taking this out and putting something completely different. And it's just so important to do. You know what I particularly like, as well as getting people to just remember your show, it makes it so much more fun for your audience, Aidan. Since I've implemented this into my shows as well, the audience engagement, the fun factor, the excitement factor has all gone up tenfold because of that diversity appeal. It gives you a nice solid break between... The usual stuff which we can fall into with mentalism, let's be honest, it can get tedious and boring if done wrong, because we're... Think of something, that's what it is. Think of something, ah, I predicted it. Think of something, ah, that's what it is. But this gives a nice clear cut. Whoa, that was different! It's like going down the motorway, and then suddenly a Lamborghini shoots past, you go, oh, that was nice and fancy. It stands out, and that's the part of that trip you remember, not... The rest of the stuff that happened, you remember the setting off, you remember arriving at a hotel, and then you remember the Lamborghini in the middle. Another example. But it helps with the memory, and it also gives diversity and excitement to your audience. And this is something I always strive for in my shows. Every single change I make within my shows, close-up and stage, is to help with engagement, is to help with the audience, and to help with excitement. And if it does it, I implement the change. And that's why in every single show that I do... I also slot in a beautiful piece of magic. Sometimes as a hardcore psychic, I tell a beautiful story of how I got into magic through circus skills and learning card tricks. And I slot that bang in the middle of my show. I'm doing a stupid card trick, but the story and the diversity around it means it's something so much more powerful than the silly trick that it actually is. And it's really important to note at this point that we're talking here about uh, in a, um, using a piece of magic in the middle of a mentalism show. And it is kind of important to address the fact that a lot of uh, a lot of our listeners are all mentalists. A lot of people are just interested in the stuff that we're sharing because it applies to both the magic world as well. So some people are probably thinking, well, does the same apply if I put a piece of mentalism in the middle of my magic shows? Would it stand out the same way? Would I get this beautiful magic uh, principle, same thing, like crossover? And this is a, a debate that goes out an awful lot. And I think, I think we're both of the same mindset on this, Ashley. Like a piece of magic in a mentalism show is magic but a piece of mentalism in a magic show is just magic it's just a new trick it's just a trick that that is dressed up in a slightly different way and we can talk for hours about that in and of itself the amount of people that break character as soon as they do a piece of mentalism in a magic show but the core concept of the beautiful magic principle if you are a magician uh, that's using this or you like having shows that are a mix of, of magic and mentalism wherever you are right now Think of things that you can do that are wildly different to what you're doing already. What is the one or two things that you can do to just wedge in the middle of your show to get people remembering this? Is it taking an entire elephant, making an elephant appear 
in the middle of your show, like a full, genuine elephant, can you make one appear in the middle of your show? When you like, then it makes everything else redundant. Like you can do anything, providing you're not doing large illusions already. The elephant appearing is a significant difference to anything else you're performing. And again, you can use that in any different way. You can, well, I don't know, like heck, go fire breathing and on a unicycle and all sorts of other things. If that's different enough and has a reason of actually being there, you can use this principle uh, to great success but you're creating a real stand out moment a beautiful moment within and that's the angle that you've got to take with all of this and when you can do that you will accomplish everything that we've said at the beginning of this short just a tip episode you'll start to bring in true amazement and wonder into your shows people will be excited and people will actually be able to just remember what it is rather than just going away from your shows and thinking yeah it was great What did they actually do again? Everything stands out. And if people can remember you, well, that's so much better for so many reasons, right? If if people have a better time remembering you, then they can refer you, they can talk about you, and they might just book you again. Well, take take the exact example that uh, I I used from one of my shows. I actually did the, the Needle Swallow Act. I had somebody, I kid you not, it was seven months later because I, I kept a track of it. It was seven months afterwards. They came up to me. They just bumped into me in the in like a local coffee shop. They came up to me and said, oh my gosh, hey, great to see you. Your show was absolutely amazing. Would you be able to show my friend something? I've, been, I've literally just been sat telling her all about you. And I naturally asked the question of, oh God, I don't know what you know. I played it as a joke. And like what she said, she said, oh, you did the thing on stage with the needle in your mouth and you was able to bring it out on a piece of string that you swat. That in and of itself is more accurate of a description than 90% of other people that watch a magic trick and try and recall it. Like, oh, yeah, it was a card trick. I can't, yeah, I can't really remember what it did. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. It was good, though. Like, that's what you usually get. But here it was a, almost to the letter. It's almost like she could recite the script to me, and she wasn't even watching it. And what that gives is you this opportunity to have people in your audience, in your shows, in your close-up, because the principle applies to close-up as well, You've got people turning into raving fans because they can remember you and people love nothing more than telling good, exciting stories. And if you can make your, in the middle of your show, the middle of your performance, a really exciting, talkable story, that is exactly what you should be doing. Like, it's the one thing that I've been doing. It's the one thing that I know that has had a tremendous result that you've done, Ashley, actually starting to implement this. And I promise that if you start doing this, it will be a game changer for you and you know we'd love to hear from you guys so right now over in the tsm network we've put a post up relating to today's mini just the tip episode because we want to hear from you about what beautiful pieces of magic do you put in your shows and what beautiful things do you put in your shows maybe if you are a magician we'd love to hear from you hear your thoughts about what you're doing or what you're changing and how you're actually getting people to remember the show and how you're bringing diversity in if you want to join in and leave those comments and engage with the community where can people go aiden well they can head over to the successful mentalist.com forward slash community or you can just click the link in the show notes because that's going to be 10 times easier but the successful mentalist.com forward slash community once you pop your name and your email address on that page we'll be able to send you all of your login details everything you need to know to get signed up and ready and rolling to actually come and be part of that conversation this is a genuinely a principle that has transformed my entire entertainment career i know it's done the same with ashley's and i would love to help you get it into yours as well so head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash community and come and share in the conversation. 
Hey, it's Aiden here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player. That way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way. Also, when you're ready to roll, here are three ways that we can help you right now. Number one is to join our free Facebook group. It's called the Magician's Business Group, and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside, so to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group, and the magic of the internet will take you straight there, or just pull open Facebook and search for the Magician's Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. And we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum, and we'll send you all of the details.